nonsense and nostalgia with BMO the Prince. Some mom brought her daughter over to me at a restaurant and she was like, I don't know who you are, but my daughter said you're the millennial guy. And Lauren Ray. A cool mom. What is that? Not me. I just record audio in the closet and I never shower. Sponsored by Coast. Coast is the next level wellness shot built for modern life created by a cancer researcher. We're back. Yeah, buddy. Welcome to Nonsense and Nostalgia, where the millennial prince and the badass chick talk about life, liberty, and the pursuit of the 90s. And today, it's it's a little special, because every all 51 of these episodes so far have just been you and me. Yes, boring. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know about that. But I know, I know. Just this us. is way more fun, though. Today, we have a very special guest. One of my, the creators, the people who run one of my favorite accounts on Al Gore's internet. Yeah. At I am 30 AF, we have Peter and Chloe. Hi. What's up, guys? How's it going? Thank you for having us. This is our very first podcast, and we're terrified. Hell yes. Really? This is legendary. We're excited. Oh, this this is is great. Legendary. Thank you for doing well, this. And thank you guys for creating all your content, which we have a million questions about. But like you keep me laughing all the time. So I'm very, very excited to talk to you. I know. We'll dig in. We'll dig in on all that stuff. But I also feel like I already know you guys just because the Internet is what it is, <laughs> even though now we're just meeting. But um, first off, I want to know, like, what made you guys decide to start a like millennial meme page? God, I, how, when did we start this, Chloe? Like three years ago? I feel like every time someone asks us, we're like, wait, how long ago was it? <laughs> Carry the two. <laughs> but um, it was 2018 in, I want to say, May 2018, we started it. Wow. wow. Okay. And I really think we didn't plan on this ever being anything more than just like us and a group of friends who... And we weren't like a private account and it was cool when other people followed, but that was yeah. kind of the goal. It's just like, we're just going to share funny stuff and like reconnect with our friends. Cause we've kind of all ended up all over the world and yeah. don't really like talking on the phone. So it's like a lot <laughs> to communicate by just like tagging each other in memes. Yeah. Oh yeah. I love it. Yeah. Yep. That's so wild. So it just naturally, because it was like you and your friends and you just wanted it to be millennial stuff. Cause it relates. Right. Totally. Oh, I mean, were you going to say something different? And then I said, totally. No, no. I I mean, I think it did take <laughs> a while to find like our voice. I mean, we went yeah. into it thinking, okay, it's going to be all things related to millennials, 30 year olds. But I think, you know, um, in terms of like where we're at now, it definitely took us a while to figure out like the whole 90s nostalgia thing. Oh, and yeah. All of that. Oh, yeah, sure. I feel that. <laughs> we went to Emerson in Boston, so we're kind of Boston. Oh, okay. you did? We did. Wow. And we, we graduated in 09, and there were no jobs. And it was yeah. like we were both just figuring things out. And we decided to make a website called My Parents' Basement. And it was going to just be like <laughs> relatable humor for yeah. broke 22-year-olds. And we never did it. But it was something we spent like hours planning and talking about. So I kind of think that that in a way was kind of like, we're going to talk about train wreck stuff for 22 year olds. And then we got to 32 and we're like, Hey, we're still train wrecks, but we have <laughs> enough energy to like actually start an account. And now we've got Instagram, which we didn't really have in 2000. Right. Yeah. Uh-uh. True. That's oh, so man. cool. We're all That's Bostonites so in some way too. So that makes me really happy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Cool. So, um, 
even today I was just looking at it. How, how do you guys come up with like the, is this just something you planned ahead of time? But the, the bops and flops and like some of the polls and stuff, how do you guys so good. come up with all of these things? Cause you'd be digging into like some old tunes. I completely forgot existed. Yeah. We spend like a, a weird amount of time reading DMs um, and chat with an insane amount of people on, on the, <laughs> yeah. the channel and get so many recommendations. Mm. So this one that we were doing today was the like, Ultimate Love Collection or something from like 1992. Yes. And randomly hundreds of people have been like, we have to bop or flop this. And they take it so seriously. So yeah, I did it last night. It was so fun. <laughs> <laughs> and it's such a weird throwback. I mean, it's it's great. I know yeah. I like I dig through them and I'd be like, oh, man. And then when I see the results, I'll be like, man, these people are wrong. This is bop. It's crazy. You know what um, else I like, too, though, is when I don't recognize a song and I'm like, oh, I'm not yeah. as old as I thought I was. <laughs> <laughs> it feels good. And this this yeah. last one, too. I mean, there's such a difference in millennials, too, because if you were. Mm-hmm. listening to music in 92 versus really getting into it like 99, you listen to totally different people. Yeah. Oh, yeah. A hundred and ten percent. So my other question, how long does it take to like maintain? Because I I be putting out my stuff and it takes a while because I'm doing like sketches and videos and like all this other nonsense. So like from scouring for memes and all this other stuff, how long does it take to maintain? Like how much how many hours goes into like keeping this up? I mean, just the content or the entire business, the the entire brand? Um, shoot, that is an excellent yeah. question back. Uh, both, um, both the, just the account in and of itself and then like business wise too. Yeah, Cause there's so much else. I, I know like, you know, any other like follower wouldn't really mm-hmm. realize that, but there's so much that goes into the account, you know, more than just the content. Um, but I think the content itself is, a full-time job with all the stories and yep. you know everything um but yeah i don't wouldn't you say it's <laughs> oh totally i mean it's it's a big thing and we're really trying to network with nostalgic people and brands and and that takes a long time we've been doing those nostalgic grabs i don't know if you saw those but yes. we um hide these like packages filled with garbage but like garbage that people <laughs> want like pogs and stuff all over the world and even yeah. just coordinating that finding people to hide them getting all this down i mean that in itself kind of feels like a a full-time job and then there's the content element chloe's running our store and doing an amazing job and like that's a huge thing um and like yesterday do you know about 90s con in in hartford coming up first of all no and second of all when what tell me (laughs) It's it's insane. They're gonna be a ton of people there, like a bunch yeah. of the Backstreet Boys and NSYNC and <gasps> Christina Ricci and like what? Really cool people. It's in Hartford on maybe March tenth, I think. Oh, okay. oh my god! Oh. We will send you guys the link because you should be there. Oh, I just I got heart palpitations. What oh just happened god. to me? We could talk about Casper, and I'll be like, "You're pale, and I'm pale. We have dark hair." <laughs> yes. Can I keep you? Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> but oh my god, that's how amazing. do you aggregate your content though? Like, is it you guys finding it? Do you like in my head? I think you have like some algorithm or some bot that like helps you find stuff. Like that must take a long time, regardless of how you do it. 
It's it's changed over the years. Um, yeah. a, a lot of it, we have a um, content submission link in our LinkedIn bio. So a lot of it comes from that, just people cool. sharing stuff they've made. Um, and also just, we've kind of built relationships with creators like you, BMO. Like yeah. I'll often go to your page and see what you've done and, and share that. Um, and there's just a lot of people like that. We cool. also just like a lot of friends through the years. I mean, there's always been that person that's like, you find really great stuff and you've got a great sense of humor. So those friends on yeah. Facebook, I've kind of let them know like, hey, I'm stealing all of your shit and then just go there and do it. And <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> God, yeah. And like, I mean, just in general with friends through text now, I like I find tons of memes and hilarious things. And a lot of my sketches come from memes I've found mm -hmm. or whatever. And it's, you know, your friends send them all the time. That's just like a part of our life now at this point. <laughs> um, So for you guys with the account, what are some like do's and don'ts? Because I know like obviously the world at large is kind of wild right now. So in everyone's the internet is a wild place in general. So I try to keep my profile being like light and happy and make fun of things up from where no one can really be angry on either side of whatever debate. So what are some like do's and don'ts that you like want to keep to maintain uh, your page? I feel like there's been a ton of growth in the past three years that we've all kind of gone through and understanding mm -hmm. so many different parts of society that maybe we were blind to before. And a lot of that has to do with different trigger points for different types of communities or mm -hmm. um, struggles that we have with uh, depression, anxiety, weight gain, anything like that. And then realizing mm -hmm. how content that you're putting out there is resonating with, with different people. And we've really paid a lot of attention to that. And we've learned a lot from that. And there are people who are going to get upset about anything that you post, but we yeah. want to take all of those comments at least into consideration before dismissing them. And then a lot of those comments really have shaped the types of things that we post. And we don't want, I feel like there's a lot of people looking to get offended right now. And, and that's mm -hmm. just a part of our society, but we really don't want to be problematic. And so there's yes. a lot of work we find in, we don't want to, post like fat phobic content we don't want to mm -hmm. post anything that's going to really alienate people yes i agree we used to be a lot more political than we are just on our page and that doesn't mean that we're not political people and i think if you follow us you can kind of tell where we lean but also yeah. we've kind of found that there's so many divisive things right now and i kind of like that something that's kind of bringing us together in a way and continuing to remind us that like hey we were all those kids who were playing together on the playground we all kind of are in the same boat, even if we think differently about things. Yes. Is that nostalgia element and is these common grounds? And I feel like through those common grounds, we can kind of, I don't know, work, work some things out, even not in a super deep way, but get talking again. And that's kind of like that. It is. It's a, it's a magic. I know I try to do a lot of the same within that. And it's, it's hard because a lot of my, the stuff I put out is like making fun of either Gen Z or here or this or that or whatever. And so it's, it's hard to kind of find that balance with what's too far and what someone might find offensive and what someone could find a joke. But I try to make sure that, especially even with like political stuff that I might do, cause I do a lot of current event stuff just to be able to be like, listen, we all can agree. This is silly. So let's just, yeah. let's just live in that silly place and just laugh at it and move on. Right. Absolutely. And if you can't find that silly place, then get off Instagram. Like, this is <laughs> yeah. Right. For real. Yeah. I know. <laughs> um, so weird question. Do you guys get any hate from like the youngins from like a Gen Z or whatever? 
I feel like we don't, Peter. Like, and we, so we just joined TikTok like a few months ago and I was mm. expecting Gen Z to just be so mean and like come for our, <laughs> that never happened. Yeah. I feel like Gen Z has been, I mean, we haven't really interacted with them much, but when we have, it's like, no, it's, they're supportive, right? I mean, oh, do you totally. It's yeah. funny how like 70% of messages we get start with someone's age. Yes. As a 33 year old, it's yes. next with me. You're like, I'm 45, but I still like you. We see that with the podcast. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 100%. I'm relevant because I'm yeah. relevant, relevant to you. Um, but we so get a funny. lot of messages of like, hey, I'm 21, but. I connect with this element of what you're doing. Yeah. I think there was a weird shift because when I jumped on TikTok and when I started all of this, a lot of the sketches I did were fr based off of Gen Z comments being like, get off here, old man. You guys don't belong here. Blah. What are you doing? And then now there's a weird connection where I'm getting a lot of comments from Gen Z kids that are like, I hate my generation. I relate to you guys more. Can I be a millennial too? Can I just, and I'm like, what is what happened? You all hated me two years ago. <laughs> so I don't know what happened, but I think they're they're coming to our they're coming to the dark side. Yeah, you're the millennial prince, so you kind of have some weakness <laughs> right. right there. Will you let them in? <laughs> yeah. I feel like the, the millennials they we span so far, so I feel like yeah. why not add a few more on the young side? Who cares? Yeah, yeah. of course. Why not? I'm fine. With it. <laughs> um, what are some of your favorite accounts that are out there, like millennial accounts or whatever? You can you can start with me. I know I'm number one, but be, okay. beyond that, you're there. Number one, always. <laughs> um, I would say, you mean like creator and meme accounts? Anything? Yeah, anything. One of my favorite creators. I think about her all the time, and how much I love her is um, Samantha Ramsdell. She's mm. the one. She has you know a very big mouth, and she sticks sandwiches in her mouth. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but also I just think she's so funny and just, I don't know. She's all about being weird and owning your weirdness. I really yes. love her content like so much. I want to be best friends with her. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Peter? I feel like there's so many, um, people that I'm seeing that are creating so much content. Mm. It's like every day they're coming out with three more videos. And it's like, I don't know how they, yeah, it's tiring. <laughs> But they're so talented. I mean, these yeah. people, it's like you should go direct from Instagram to Saturday Night Live. Yeah. But maybe <laughs> yeah. stay on Instagram because it's like feeling pressure coming just from yeah. them. Um, and all of their names are escaping me right now. But I love um, like Lisa Gilroy. I don't know. If <gasps> she is one of my favorites. She's booking <laughs> so many gigs too. Like she was in a Duncan commercial. She's been in a few other things. So it's really fun to see her career grow based on what she's been doing online. Yeah. That's always totally. the best when you see a creator really take off and yep. she deserves it. She really does. Yeah. And I think that's some of the beauty that like has come in this weird uh, pandemic life where people have like shifted onto that is a lot of talented, talented people that, you know, Hollywood would never look at or whatever have been able to find a voice and, and carve out a little piece for themselves where now people have to pay attention and recognize their talent. And I think that's awesome because there's tons of talented people out there doing stuff. Totally. There's this creator, Sierra, and I feel terrible that I can't remember her last name. Uh, she does the conversations with her 
Boomer Boss. Do you know who I'm talking about? No. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Oh, oh my God. Yes. So fun fact, she uh, performed at the Improv Asylum in Boston. She was a main stage performer when I went to the Improv Asylum to study. So then I, she moved to LA and then like I started doing stuff and then she started doing it and we like, like sort of like refound each other. And I was like, wait, is that you? And she was like, yeah, that's you. Oh my God. So now we like talk all the time about just like the oh, dumb stuff that. that we're doing in like characters and whatever. That's so funny. She's excellent. She's great. She's so good. And she she did this one a couple of days ago that was like the the person that designs the clothes that are only on display at IKEA. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And it was like, I designed a sweatshirt. You can't buy it, but it's like in the in the closet in Ikea. And it was so random and so weird. Um, but I just love that you can do that kind of oddball yeah. stuff in this space because you probably wouldn't get that approved on SNL. But Absolutely. here you can do whatever the hell you want. And it's it's great. Hell yeah. So uh, my I think my last question is, I want you guys to decide for each other um, which '90s icon would the other person be? Do you think? Oh, B. Yeah, like it, which which one do you think the other person relates to? Like reminds you of the most? Don't let me down here. <laughs> <laughs> like I kind of see some like Christina Ricci. I knew that. Oh, okay. In you, is that a letdown? Are you okay? I don't. Know. I'm okay with Ricci. <laughs> But there's also Chloe's got a twin who's great, and you kind of were the uh, dark side of Mary Kate and Ashley, at least in college. So there's that Ooh. too. Oh, okay, okay. Wait, am I Mary Kate? I'm Mary Kate or Ashley? Which one do you want to be? <laughs> Mary Kate's cooler. Mary Kate was the cool one, yeah. Ashley yeah, was Mary Kate. Like popular, and that's just you know not. One popular. of them was in Weeds, and I can't remember which. Yes. Oh, um, I don't know which one. Like it was Mary Kate, but I, it could be Ashley. I know. One of the two. Yeah. All I remember about them is that we had to write a celebrity in fifth grade, and I chose to write Mary Kate and Ashley, and neither one of them wrote me back. And I was like, okay, thanks anyway. (laughs) Chloe, who would Peter be? Oh, um, oh my God. I like didn't have time to prepare for this. I don't, I want to say, oh, I'm, what if I give a real bad answer? Okay, I don't like. I feel in a way like you. I get like father figure vibes from you, so I'm gonna say like, is Steve Martin a weird answer? Do I need to go with? <gasps> oh, he's great. That's, that's an. I don't care if that's accurate or not. That's an excellent answer. If anyone ever says you're like Steve Martin, take that and yeah. run with that. Yeah, <laughs> I'm here for it. I get really mad about the quantity of hot dog buns at the grocery store. <laughs> yes. Yes. Is that cheaper by the dozen, right? I think that was Mary, Father of the Bride. Father of the Bride. Father oh, of the bride. was it Father of the Bride? Yes. Yeah, you're right. I guess maybe uh, I'm thinking dozen and like dozen hot dog buns. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Um, all right. So real quick, we just have to thank our sponsor, Coast. Uh, there are nine active ingredients all in one. So you don't have to waste time buying lots of different products. It's the next level wellness shot built for modern life. It was created by a cancer researcher. And the reason why it's different is because it's the only drink that includes an NAD plus precursor, which basically means like it helps to rebuild your cells when you break it down after drinking or working out too much, which I did yesterday. I forgot to drink my coast and I can tell you my butt is very upset because it hurts <laughs> a lot right now. 
because I worked out anyway. So there's no sugar and there's never any artificial flavors, colors, or sweeteners. It is coming to you in powder form and also in the shot form. So if you use uh, code nonsense at coastdrink.com, you'll get 20% off. Bada bing, bada boom. Now, uh, our next question and or discussion of sorts Mm -hmm. is I want to know from everybody your top five 90s icons. You personally, it doesn't have to be who you think are the best, but your personal like top five. Like if you were having a 90s dinner, who do you want to have there? Yeah. Um, should I start? Because I, I think I have the answer already. All right. Oh, shoot. Go for it. Okay. I mean, Brittany. Yes. Right. Um, uh, Lance Bass. Oh, Ooh, good I know, one. I know that's not, you know, I, I was thinking, you know, like maybe JC because I was a JC girl back in the day and Justin. But now I'm like, I Lance, I just Lance is wanna, it. You're right. Also, on that note, I think I'm going to have to get Joey Fatone there, too. Uh, OK. And, um, and then oh, can I also invite Steve Martin? Is his yes. <laughs> yes, of course. Why not? <laughs> And um, I'm going to include, I'm going to include like Samantha Mumba, who oh. I just love Samantha Mumba. And I feel like she was really underrated. Wow. Great pull. Great yeah. pull. Oh. All right. Wow. That was a good list. Yeah. All right, Peter. You're right. I'm you gotta so in- impressed with how quickly you came up with that. Um, <laughs> I've got four. Lisa Kudrow. I've oh. always loved her. Mm-hmm. And more of a Romeo and Michelle's Lisa Kudrow and then the stuff that she did after Friends. But I love her. And she seems mm. I love that she plays, I mean, kind of ditzy characters is her thing, but she's a genius. And, and you can yeah. tell she's just so mm-hmm. funny. Um, Fran Drescher, I love. I never oh. watched The Nanny and I just huh? watched the whole thing and I'm obsessed. Yes. Mr. Sheffield. My favorite <laughs> growing up. Favorite. So good. Uh, Whoopi Goldberg is up there. Oh, I love yeah. Her. Sister act, baby. So good. Uh, Diane Keaton. Oh. oh. You okay. lost me. I hate her. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> I can't every movie that she is in, I'm like, oh, Diane Keaton's in there? Thanks, I'll pass. I don't oh know God. why. I, oh. It's just, I can't. I know, I know. And there are so many people that probably listened to me on the radio that were like, oh, I can't stand her for no reason. Like, we'd probably get along great. But I just, for some <laughs> reason, I can't do it. Oh, man. I'm sorry. I can't come to your dinner or whatever we're having. I apologize. Well, she can't make it anyway, so it's okay. <laughs> um, and then this is kind of a sad one, but Robin Williams, he was oh, just ooh. like everybody's dad. He was he was just mm-hmm. such a, a staple as a kid. Yeah, so for sure. Him, too. A hundred percent there. Yeah. Um, Lauren, where's your where is your list at? Britney Spears. Uh, I have Leonardo DiCaprio, uh, Mary Kate and Ashley. Jim Carrey, I think I got to oh. throw in there because very so many ace ventura the mask too many to name um and then Catherine o'hara because like she's still super cool today but loving her as like kevin's mom and when she was in like best in show and a mighty wind and all that stuff so 
Yeah. What about you? She Bima? is excellent. Um, oh, yeah. So my list is a little more who I thought were icons just because I, when I was doing who I would want to have my dinner with, it got it got to be a lot. <laughs> but uh, honorable mention to literally any of the bands, Backstreet Boys, Spice Girls, NSYNC, Boys to Men, TLC, because I would like to invite every single member of all of those groups. <laughs> but um, so my number five is Leo, because I feel like Leo was just like, you know, it's Leo. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um and then there is I had Jennifer Aniston just because I feel like she was popping then like she was it. Mm-hmm. Um Naomi Campbell just cuz she's bad. That's a good one. <laughs> um Britney because it, it, I feel like you just can't have that list without Britney. And uh my number one who I would like I would move mountains for, I would like kill for, I would do whatever for is the one and only the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Mr. Will Smith. <laughs> I would die for it. Die for sense. it. I think maybe that we makes... can combine all of these parties together. And oh. Then... Yeah. <laughs> oh my God, it would be heaven. It would be pure I'd be fine heaven. with that. <laughs> By the way, do I hear a cat? Because that just made my day. I'm so, my cat is scary. <laughs> I am meowing. I'm sorry. No, don't apologize. <laughs> it made my day. I, love... <laughs> I was like, that is a loud cat. <laughs> Yeah, it's nonstop meowing. It's really cute. And I, I want to say, I don't neglect him. I pay so much attention no. to him. <laughs> alone for like five seconds, he's so needy. He'll just come up oh, to me and meow. It's really sweet. sweet. <laughs> I'm, I'm, actually, I'm actually shocked my dog hasn't come in here yet. Yeah. But he's actually like gotten pretty good about knowing when I'm doing stuff. Like whenever we record the podcast, somehow he, he knows when we're like done. Mm-hmm. Like if there's a slight extended period of no talking. He just roams in. He's like, so it's playtime now. Yeah. We're good. Yep. So they know. They get My it. favorite thing in your your reels is to look for Zazu on the couch, like when you walk out of frame. And he's just sitting there like, oh, this is what my dad does every day. I don't really know what he's doing, but he's doing it, doing something. <laughs> there goes dad talking to that ring light again. He's Whatever. The he's the best. <laughs> I love him. Um, we have a few 90s questions for you. So uh, a lot of celebrity deaths recently, obviously, but what celebrity death in our lifetime has been the most impactful for you? Alan Rickman and Brittany Murphy were big for me. Oh, I mean, yeah. Robin Williams was devastating. But yeah, yeah that would be that's what I was going to say. Yeah, Brittany Murphy. Plus, because we were she's older than we are but not a ton older, you know, like she wasn't like a father figure, a mother figure. It was like, we were kind of all young people. That's a good one. That's really interesting. Yeah. Chloe, how about you? I have to say Bob Saget really, really hard. And I, yeah, it really, really hit me hard. I mean, he's like a a father figure and um, just, he was too young and too full of life. And Mm -hmm. I, yeah, I'm still hurting. I'm still processing. It's I know. And there's there's a ton, a ton of people in the industry that like literally said just glowing things about him. Mm-hmm. So yeah. that's what makes it even like worse. I agree. I agree. Um, all right, let's see. Another question. Biggest nineties or two thousands fashion trend that you completely <laughs> regret. I in middle school had that like bleached blonde bowl cut thing. Oh, yeah. Yes. <laughs> they took me to my grandfather's hairdresser, who was this like 90 year old man who just like bleached the shit out of my hair. <laughs> it was like put a literal bowl over my head. Yeah. And cut it. It was a look. 
That's <laughs> yeah. wild. That's true. I, on that note, I definitely was a bangs cutter. Like I would cut my own bangs oh. all the time and I kind of wanted to get that like, ooh, like Courtney Cox and Scream 3 look and just like, <laughs> it was, <laughs> I didn't have bangs, but I did. It was not, it was not <laughs> a choice. It was not a good choice. It didn't work out. BMO, I feel like you probably have a really good one. Mine was like, I just don't understand why all the clothes I wore were like, 5XL. Like, I just don't get it. Yes. <laughs> and I yeah. also, you can see it in some of my, there's a couple years in my class pictures, you can see I wore this long silver chain. And at the end of that chain was a fake diamond studded basketball. Oh, wow. Which I wore like every day to school. But I also don't necessarily regret it. Like okay. if I had it still, I might still wear it. So whatever. I hated the, the jean uh, skirt with the tights underneath it that like they were like footless tights it was more like in the 2000s not a good not a good thing I know I remember those I forgot yeah. about those for brief yeah oh my god wow I'm so sorry I apologize <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah I know and then is there a movie that stands out to you as being super formative to your adolescence god these are such good questions <laughs> <laughs> It's a really good question. And it's yeah. really, it's tough. I feel like there was so much of movies as a kid that were, I thought that was what life was going to be like, where everyone in high school was actually going to be yeah. like 28 and mm-hmm. <laughs> like yeah. functioning humans. Yeah. But I think a lot of it, like Clueless and what were those other high school movies? She's all that. Like it, oh, yeah. there was this thing going mm. into high school that's like, this is what it's going to be like to be a teenager. And of course it wasn't, but there was always that like, Yep. push to try to recreate these those moments yeah. drive me crazy too yeah uh-huh. uh what about you chloe any you know i don't have anything and that's such an awful answer but i just i feel like i really need to think about this i just don't that's okay yeah that's all right i can tell you what like one of my favorite movies was but sure. in terms of formative that's real i need to like marinate yeah go to therapy for a bit (laughs) well what was your favorite oh god this is like sort of an embarrassing answer but i am such a i'm jewish and i'm such a christmas freak i love christmas it's my favorite time that's my wife is the exact same as you she's the exact same as you i love it and my my favorite movie all time not just christmas movie is home alone 2 lost in new york i just Ah! love (laughs) i love pigeon laney i love all the characters. I love uh, Duncan from Duncan's Toy Chest. I yes! I, I watch it every year, like maybe 10 times, and I cry Aww. every single time at the pigeon lady scene at the end. Yeah. Uh, so I, I don't want to say that was formative. No, no, I get it, though. Very important. Yeah. It was impactful in a certain way. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Lauren, That's what's good. yours? Um titanic because i but for different reasons because i wanted to see titanic with my seventh grade boyfriend alex eaton and my mom said no and it was the first time that i like 
really had this like fight about growing up with my parents, you know, like my mom said, no, I can't go with my boyfriend. And I was like, but I just kiss people. That's it. Like, yeah, I was in seventh (laughs) grade. So it was interesting. It was like one of those moments where I felt like I wasn't a kid anymore. Like we had to figure out how to navigate growing up. Um, And so the movie itself wasn't impactful, but I think the the, experience. Yeah, the experience around it certainly was. What about you? Mine's definitely because I am like a Batman fanatic and freak, and this is part of what f- helped form that addiction. Like, I have the, a Bat logo tattooed on me, so I'm, yeah. I'm a weirdo. But Batman Forever, because it was the first movie I remember that I can still remember going to a movie with, like, my friends and, like, us all getting our own row. Even though my mom and grandmother took us, like, we had our own row and got to sit or whatever. And I distinctly remember that my grandmother fell asleep and was snoring at the beginning when they're blowing up Gotham in a oh my God. in Dolby Digital. They're blowing up Gotham. Very boring. And she fell asleep. <laughs> and yeah. I hated the fact that my mom kept telling me afterwards how sexy Val Kilmer was. And I was like, I don't I don't <laughs> want to know this. Like that's Batman. That. That's Bruce Wayne. I don't care who Val Kilmer is. Just stop it. So that oh, was yeah. just... on the bat suit though. <laughs> Yes. Why were there nipples on the side? For the ladies. For the older ladies. We, we know the answer. <laughs> Gotta keep grandma awake. Yeah, exactly. Oh, man. Uh, Bimo, go do your rapid fire. I'm excited. Oh, but uh, what about best cartoon? Uh, Yeah, I, okay. Uh, best cartoon. Do you guys have a favorite? Daria. Yes. Oh. So good. Yeah, that's good. So good. I'm... Um, I feel like I'm gonna get on, but I I don't like cartoons. I don't watch cartoons. I I don't do them. Oh, wait, wait can I? I love you <laughs> because I was never allowed to watch cartoons growing up, and I was never allowed to play video games growing up. So it was like I didn't have much of it. The only I watched like Doug as I got older, but like no Looney Tunes, no nothing. Oh, I feel you. Wow. I didn't watch it growing up, and I didn't. Yeah, I didn't play vi- video games like yeah until I was a little bit older. But I just like I can I can watch like Pixar movies now and like sob and yeah. appreciate them, but sure. I. Do- don't i need to see a human on screen i love it you know i i feel like every every time i tell someone that i just get you know no i'm with you it's just not my thing that's (laughs) That's cool that's That's awesome i would say uh tiny tunes don't forget about tiny tunes that still holds up because i i sat and watched it the other day as an adult and i was like this is still funny (laughs) where is that just youtube like where does Tiny Uh, it's on hulu Wow. And this is literally speaking of like getting DMs from like followers and stuff. I did. I made a Tiny Toons joke and a ton of like just my DMs were inundated with messages being like, it's on Hulu. And I like I spent the next like month just watching Tiny Toons as a 32, 33 year old adult. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Let's get to these uh, rapid fire questions in either or. So I just want your opinion. If you want to debate it, we can debate it. If you have, like, passionate thoughts, let us know. Uh, so number one, it's a compare. Or comp- you got to pick one or the other. Uh, Backstreet Boys or In Sync? In Sync. Backstreet Boys. Oh. Lauren, where are you? Backstreet Boys. I am also Backstreet Boys. All Ooh. right. <laughs> Sorry, Chloe. <laughs> the only reason I say this, and <laughs> I, I think In Sync was more fun. 
But I think Backstreet Boys across the entire group had more talent from okay. from like top to bottom. Fair, and they did have more hits. I will say yeah. that objectively. But NSYNC did have the LeBron James of the boy band group, so that JT was kind of that. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, Christina or Britney? Come on. Britney. Although I would kind of compare Christina is the Backstreet Boy and Britney is the NSYNC. Like, I think vocal talent-wise, Christina yeah. knocks it out of the park. Whereas Britney, but but there was something I just kind of, I found Britney more accessible as a person. Yes. I kind of felt like I knew yes. her, whereas I don't think I felt that with Christina as much, which is why going through her, um, growing up with her and, and seeing her struggles and everything, I think has resonated so much with our generation. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I do feel like you know her in a way. Mm-hmm. So I said Christina because of that reason. What? But... But, oh, all right. but, but well, because well, like, t- talent wise, singing wise, yes, but like, yes, but like, I also add the caveat that I had like Britney smattered all over my walls like a teenage <laughs> girl, so like, like, it's pretty even still, okay. Um, uh, Nickelodeon or Cartoon Network? This probably isn't a great question for Chloe, but <laughs> Nickelodeon or Cartoon Network? I've watched some Nick shows, so I'm obviously going to say Nickelodeon. Oh, yeah, that's true. Nick Nick still was popping. Yeah, Nickelodeon. They were great. And just the Nick Studios and the slime and like... It yes! Was just... Stick Stickly. Yeah. You'd be doing his reports and stuff. Oh, yeah. I, I feel like Nickelodeon was just... Uh, it was so much. It was so much to my life. I know. Um... All right, N64 or PlayStation? I had a PlayStation. I was, we didn't have a TV growing up. My parents were these like mountain hippies and were against it. So I think it was like high school when we finally broke up. Yeah. No way. That's fair. But I'd say PlayStation. Like I liked Tony Hawk and that was a PlayStation. Oh, yeah. 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 Tony Hawk is, oof. Yeah, that's actually a really good point. That is a very good point. (laughs) See, I said N64, but that was only because I liked fighting people in in mario kart i liked the arguments that came out of a a good mario kart race um all right furbies or tamagotchis gotchis yeah tamagotchi did you furbies are that thing i i really wanted and then they were horrible yes they were gremlins they were creepy and loud like they snored like why would you want this in your (laughs) nope yes they snored like with yeah i think that was like Honk, Winnie, 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 like on repeat while they were sleeping. Like that was, yeah. that was wrong. It was, it was a lot. Furbies were murderers, I'm convinced. And you will yeah. never tell me otherwise. Yeah. <laughs> so it has to be Tamagotchis. It's got to be the Gotchis. <laughs> That's why the Gotchis came back, by the way. Like, because they were, they were way better. Yeah. Um, TGIF or SNCC? TGIF. Oh. Hey. Hands down. Hands down. Yeah, I'd say that too. It's too really? Good of a lineup. BMO, what yeah. about you? I am TGIF because I was afraid of Are You Afraid of the Dark? So, TGIF. I'm Team Snick because I always wanted to be a roundhouse dancer. So, I would literally, <laughs> I would put it on and I would just be like dancing in my parents' room, like on the bed as if it was a stage. And my mom would be like, this is not normal, but, but we'll <laughs> encourage it. So, sure. And here I am today. But yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Oh, man. All right. Um, Biggie or Tupac? Biggie, and that's mostly because of the Biggie Miley party in the USA mashup. That is, I think, one of the greatest songs oh, that's, that's ever been created. That is actually party a take. and bull-
shit and party in the USA. It's, it's a <laughs> yes, that is that's a take I did not expect, but it's, no, me a, neither. it's a very good one. It's a very good one. Um, I agree. Biggie is it's Biggie. Biggie, Biggie, Biggie. Can't you? And Can't like, you I'm an East Coaster, so that's like, what I was gonna, gonna say. Do? We're East Coast. What do we? What do you expect? <laughs> um, and then finally, Power Rangers or Ninja Turtles? Who was the squad? I think Power Rangers for me. They were both great. Yeah, Chloe. Sorry, because of the pizza, and I thought, yes, I like like April. She was pretty, and yes, I just like yeah. The turtles were funny. (laughs) Dude, April made me want to be a broadcaster. No joke at all. Between her and Aunt Becky, I swear to God, they were like, oh my god, she's your biggest inspiration. (laughs) Yep, (laughs) Aunt Becky and April (laughs) O'Neil. Um, yeah, I would say Ninja Turtles because the Ninja Turtles movies, I I still will like, I will kill to watch those. I so love good. those movies. And Mikey is just my spirit animal. I just love everything about Mikey. He was consistently like they they're in a serious fight and he's clowning and that would one hundred percent be me <laughs> at all times. All right, that's the end of my rapid fire questions. Lauren, do you have any other? Uh, no, I'm good. This has like been so much fun, and it's so nice to meet the people behind the accounts that always crack us up because you never know like I don't know obviously we all sort of have the same sense of humor we've all had the same experiences but um, it's really fun to like get to know you on on a a deeper level and um, a lot of your answers were really thoughtful and insightful which was really Mm -hmm. nice to get to know you guys so I really appreciate you taking the time to do this with us thank you guys so much like we said earlier this is our first pot like our first podcast it was kind of yeah and I don't know. I want to do more podcasts now. This was so <laughs> You guys are welcome to come back anytime you want. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Truly. Oh, this was really fun, though. Thank you so much for having us. And thank you. Just... We'll see you at 90s Con. Oh, oh yes. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yes. <laughs> Is there anything that you guys want to pub or like put yeah. out there or just share to whoever may be listening? I mean, I guess just, just check out I am 30AF if you haven't. Like, we spend an insane amount of time on this Instagram <laughs> account and we're proud of it. So uh, come check it out. And you should be because it is excellent. It is absolute. And like, let me just tell you straight on that when I opened the nostalgia box, one, I was amazed by like a hundred percent of the things that were in there. <laughs> but when I tell you my wife, Sarah, almost like bum rushed me and like fought me when she saw the, um, the Lisa Frank stuff, Yes. It was nuts. She was like, oh, my God. What? I was like, yo, this is a side of you I've never seen. He was so excited. He texted me right away. He was like, look what I just got. I was like, dude, that's awesome. It was so cute. It was awesome. Love to hear that. So just, you know, keep doing what you guys are doing because it's, yeah. it's excellent. And in a world where us millennials and everyone in general is needs like a good laugh and just fun a breather yeah you guys are an excellent place to pr- uh, provide that to a ton of people most of the people i know all yep. know about you guys so oh, keep doing what you're doing it's awesome come on in hi <laughs> hi sweet pea <laughs> do you want to say hi Oh, you peed in your bed. <laughs> oh, you have, you have Same. no underwear on. Okay, well, will you say hi to Chloe hi. and Peter? Hi! Okay. Hi! Hi, cutie! 
Guys, we made it 40 minutes. That's like really, it's, I'm shocked that she didn't come in. So that's Heck yeah. really exciting. Those glasses are everything. Uh, They're bifocals, <laughs> which I think is so funny. <laughs> <laughs> that's She's, awesome. She needs them. It cracks me up. Someone was and, like, do you just have her in glasses because you wear glasses? I was like, no. <laughs> like, I would never do that. <laughs> what a weird question. I know. Yeah. I was like, do you have children? I'm going to say no. Like, never knew that mm. so anyway uh, anyway. Uh, anyway can you go back to Biebs please no no okay well, <laughs> and, and thus and thus adulthood ladies and gentlemen yes yeah <laughs> this is why we need your meme accounts because I need a break every once in a while so thank you <laughs> oh man I just peed my pants too so oh good go. if peeing your pants was cool <laughs> consider me Miles Miles Davis, Davis. <laughs> And I think that's the perfect button to end this episode. Perfect. <laughs> Thank you, guys. It was so nice to meet you. Thank you, This is great. And by uh, all means, everyone be sure to go follow at IAM30AF on Instagram, on TikTok, on... Are, are those the only ones? On Twitter. We're kind of on Facebook, but that just doesn't count. Yeah, Facebook is... Yeah. But yeah, just go find them, follow them, and enjoy. You're welcome in advance. <laughs> Thank you, guys. Thank you, guys. Have a good one. Thank you. All right. Bye, guys. Bye.